0: All right, we're back from our oh, break, man. and we're uh, yeah, <laughs> to yeah. talk to you guys about... <laughs> hey, hey, Intermi- hey, hey. Intermission is over. We've to got your re- seats, people, to your seats. So don't make me flash the lights. <laughs> 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 we're rehydrated, too. Right. So, we don't make
1: Dad pull over.
0: So we were talking about how there's this, this sort of... Okay, there's way too many choices. Right. Right. And unnecessary, I think. Unnecessary choices. Right, So you were going to tell us about...
2: Well, I mean, there's... there's and I, I don't want to name any specific companies, but this can, one happens to be we're, there. We've so named we'll seven so far. But there starts to be a trend where, you know, there are certain companies in China that have proven the fact that they can make a motorcycle yep. that doesn't fall apart in five seconds. Right. Then you add a company in the U.S. that starts importing them and adding halfway decent service where yep. like you're like, hey, I need this part. And the guy's like, sure, what color yeah, do you don't want? don't have
0: a dealer on my corner. Right. Steve? Well,
2: I know. I know. I'm saying but, but they do. You know, right. but people yeah, going mean, into this, it's a little bit different because they understand that they're getting something. They have to order parts, whatever. Right. Yeah. So CSC brought in, and I just found out <clears throat> about the. It's the San Gabriel 250, mm-hmm. which is actually a 230 cc uh, air cooled, very simple, really low
3: maintenance two valve right. Yeah, it's a two very low maintenance it's carbureted
2: high interval carbureted right. motorcycle yep. that's lightweight, low seat height. Right. And, and they're not working ready to it real go. hard.
0: It's, it's, just, it's designed to go at moderate speeds. and just lumber along. Yeah. Right. It's not a high-rever. But right. a new bike for
2: $2,000. Right. Yeah. And, and it has the support of a company that's not going to leave you high and dry. You can mm-hmm. probably get some support. We have a, a, a podcast member here. Right. That has, exactly. a CSC it has a CSC,
0: that and yep. it, it works. And you put and it, thousands of miles on it. Right, right.
2: So you're not buying a company that's going to disappear tomorrow. It's not exactly. like a T Rex or whatever right. company that you know exists, whatever. And it's but like so people that are coming into this when they go to these big dealerships we just talked about, they're right. overwhelmed by all this stuff. Yeah. And this and that. this is delivered to your door for mm-hmm. twenty one hundred dollars. Right. You have a new motorcycle. So, is that something that like, you <coughs> see as a person that's owned and done all this kind of stuff? Or anything, is this something that may, might come into play?
0: Yeah. In the- so, what's going to happen is the discussion I had with a young man who is representing a product to 25 different dealers. So, as a guy whose job depends on his ability to understand the needs of 20, 25 different dealers or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And he's young, so he's aggressive and he wants things to be better. I'm grizzled. I'm angry, right? (laughs) Right? I am, and I'm a curmudgeon about this shit, and I'm always willing to say, this is what's fucked up, here's an idea that's going to work, and then it is going to go against the grain of the corporate guy or the, you know, the guy who's the accounting guy, who's going to say, yeah, but that doesn't work for us, and we're the ones steering this boat. So I'm going to come down on the side of the dealer because I am a dealer. That's it, right? So... I do, unfortunately, look towards the Walmartification or the Amazonification of America. I do see...
4: And that's what I'm looking up right now. Because yeah. I'm like, can I buy a motorcycle on
2: Amazon?
1: Can you use your... I know you can buy some mini minibikes on but, Amazon. No, but, but let me ask you this. and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah.
2: But if you have $2,300, because, right. I mean, they have free shipping, but mm-hmm. you have title fees, whatever. So let's say 20, that's yeah. 1995 plus title fees, right. you're at $2,300, right? Yeah. <clears throat> If you if you're a, a 21 year old kid, 25 year right. old kid with 2,300 dollars in your pocket, 25 are you, year old kid, 45 <laughs> year old kid, whatever, are you gonna go and buy a 1975 something right. for 2,000 dollars? You have to work on, or are you gonna get this bike that has a at least 12 months of support behind it, etc. Even if it had
0: no support behind it, and this is where this is where I come into the idea of if you want new. Mm. And cheap. This is what you're buying, okay? Right. Yeah. If you want new, I did. And cheap. And this is new to America. This right. is kind of new there's, to. I don't think there's anybody in the United States. I'm shocked that there's still not more competition for this. Me too. Because this started in about 2004. By 2008, when the gas crisis hit, and it was four twenty-five, five dollars a gallon here in a cheap state like we have at the indie Dealer Expo, there were no less than 300 Chinese vendors there Mm. that were all looking for English-speaking distributors, Mm. importers, that they could interface with and say, look, will you buy two containers of our Fling Poo 125, (laughs) our Long Dick 250, and our Duck Bomb... 300, and bring them into America, <laughs> and you got... And, I'm not
5: into the Flank poo or the bomb. I would bomb. totally buy a, a Duck Bomb, a duck no, bomb man. No, I'd am I'm yeah.
2: well, i, I totally buy a, buy a No More... Right. Well, look can, at it. I walk in the
1: Beards and
0: ride the Duck Bomb. Yeah, mama. right.
2: But the best would be the No More Yankee Me Wanky. I would buy that.
0: I'll send you guys <laughs> pictures of the booth for the poo 125. Oh, yeah. Pooh uh-huh. 125. P-O-O-H 125. P-O-O-H 125. I can't make it up. The Poo 125. Look it up, guys. The Poo 125. There was a company trying to sell the Poo 125. Was the the model wearing white shorts with it? Look, it it was only... Only when
5: it was brand new.
0: It was only less offensive than the Ice Bear team because the Ice Bear team had had spent... Hundreds of thousands of dollars. Mm. So the Ice Bear team had spent hundreds of thousands of dollars. The people with the poo scooter had a ten by ten. They had like one little Ten by ten, they sent a guy over with a box. <laughs> that had a bag in it. Sounds like something your dog does when he. It. It's real. I'll put it. I'll put it in the show notes. I'll. I'll make sure that this week's episode is the poo one twenty five or the Pooh fifty.
5: There's a poo scooter right. on the rug again. Yeah, yeah. You find it. Um, I'm glad that you found the it. <laughs> All I
1: do is search poo. Right. P-O-H, is P-O-O-H, As in Winnie the motherfucking. Right. <laughs> POH 125 and it popped up, it
0: up ah. I can't make it up guys uh, oh my lord so Costco
3: sells Polaris I, when I Kawasaki say things like fling poo and up. duck it's so these are
0: non-actionable terms
3: Yeah, but somebody yeah, could come really up with one
0: tomorrow Yeah, you can yeah. order from Costco you can order a bike in from Costco right now you can order a bike in from Farm and Fleet and Tractor Supply Company right now um, the one that was being sold at Costco was a Schwinn <coughs> And it's DOT. Good.
5: Hmm. Well, how much different is that from 1963 when Sears was selling vestments? That's my point. Yeah.
0: They're so.
3: both street legal Well, now vehicles. wait a minute. When you say a Schwinn, is this a wizard or is it a no. motorcycle? No, it is a
0: uh, Okay, that is a... Badged as a Schwinn. It is a Shang that looks exactly like all the other 49cc vintage-styled scooters. I think I had that after a Schwinn uh, well. Quixiong. Quixiong. <laughs> There's a Q in there. And more importantly, Coleman.
2: Yeah. At Walmart.
0: Coleman has a scooter now at Walmart that yes. is a gasoline-powered 49cc scooter. Yeah. At <laughs> Walmart that looks like a Metropolitan that has oh, turn really? signals, lights, and the whole thing. And 749? I went in and said, how can I title this? I'm going to tell you something. Mm. I got
5: a 1972 mm. Coleman yeah, with a Sachs engine on it. Right, So... Coleman, the name, has been attached to two
0: wheeled vehicles for, for a long time. Almost 50 years now. Yeah. yeah. And Coleman can so be purchased at you Walmart about, or purchased yeah. wherever because Coleman is Coleman. Titling it. They said there's a cardboard, there's a, a thing on the box. You cut it out and you take it in and you get a title.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so the MSO is on the box. You guys are laughing. <clears throat> there is shit that drove past you today that I guarantee had the title on the outside of the box. Or yeah. the NCO I, on the t- I, side of the box.
3: I bought on Amazon a while back an inflatable kayak. Thank and it was you for the saying the exact it. same yeah. thing. Has yeah, anybody, yeah. Does
0: anybody here have a plastic boat? Yep. Okay. If you got a plastic boat at Dick's or whatever, right? So you went in and said, I'm white, I need cake. a plastic boat, right? So you're like, <laughs> "I <boats."> live, right. <laughs> I live on the lake and I want a kayak that can't fill with water. They're going to sell you one. And you're going to have to put numbers on it. 'Cause we well, live in a state right. where Every, you have to put numbers on it. Yep. yeah. If it's not a pool tested. toy, yeah. you gotta put numbers on it. If you can put it on any kind of public waterway, that's right. 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 Yep. So I bought an inflate I bought a non-inflatable, a rigid sea kayak, you know? And I went in and I said, I want numbers for the side of the sea kayak, because the first time I took it out there was a guy in a boat that had a light on top that told me I needed that. <laughs> it was Mr. No Fun as I like to call him. Yeah. <laughs> and he went I've met him and he was like you need to have numbers and registration and taxes and a sticker on the side of your thing and I said this is a pool toy I'm like the point is if I can carry it I shouldn't need any of those things mm. it should fall under the bicycle you rule. didn't just write numbers on and the side of and by the way I'm the one who's no no it
5: has to be legal like three inch tall yeah there's rules and <laughs> yeah. reflective and shit right yeah Right. so a bicycle there's a state highway patrol of the water right I am guys. the power mm. plant
0: of a bicycle <laughs> Right, right. I am the power plant of aforementioned sea kayak. Mm-hmm. Right.
3: Yeah. That's it. That makes sense.
0: But yet I have to go get it registered. Well, and I said, "How do I do that?" And they said, "You bring us the MCO." And I went, <laughs> <laughs> "You're talking like you're, you're you're talking like people. Like yeah. you know, this there's no MCO with this." And the woman at the title bureau said, "Yes, there is an MCO mm-hmm. with it." And I said, "No, there wasn't." And she said, "Absolutely, there was." And I said, "Bullshit. There was no MCO." And I went back to Dick's, and I went, where's the MCO on did this thing? Did she tell you to go fuck your hat? No, she didn't. <laughs> but she, I did go back to Dix and I said, where's the MCO on this thing? And the guy was like, it was on the box. You I said, well, tucker. I threw the box away. And first of all, it wasn't a box. They didn't put a nine-foot-long plastic right. in like a box. A little... It was a piece of plastic that went around it like a chastity belt. Sleeve. Right. Yeah, it was like the thing the that the chick wore in Fifth Element. Right? Oh. It was just there, right? And so I oh, So crap. many seeds. <laughs> now we've got to look it up. So many seeds wasted. If you need me, I'll be in my bunk. Uh, so anyway. <laughs> but that was the and so I basically I had to go to Dick's and, and steal one with my my knife
1: <laughs> off
0: of one that was already there.
1: If you need me I'll be in the rack. By the way, you got a pair of socks I can yeah, do. Right. <laughs> and
2: you know the trucker thing, right? When you see a trucker with one missing sock? Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus.
0: So, any, <laughs> we digress.
2: Yeah, big time.
0: So, do I see that as a thing? Yes, absolutely. Do I also see a thing where, see a time where the dealership doesn't exist anymore? Absolutely, I do. Do you see a time in like 20 years when people
5: are selling shit on Craigslist and they're like, I never got the MCO for that? Right. Yeah. <laughs> right.
0: yeah. Well, and I actually, and I'm going to say this, and this is not a popular mm-hmm. opinion, but I can't stand the dealer concept. The dealer concept is broken. It's fucked up. And the idea we're talking about, everything that we talked about today getting into this, is why the dealer thing is broken. And it's mm-hmm. why Tesla should be able to sell you a car direct. Well, and maybe. Why they Carvana got, makes sense. Maybe they got too specialized with all these, like,
5: models, mm-hmm. like 35. Harleys or whatever, whichever yep. example we gave, yep. so they want everyone to be special, like, we got a bike for you, we got a bike for you, mm-hmm. instead of saying, like, we have a bike.
0: That you can do. You get a bike.
5: You Come get and get it, bike. make it what you want.
0: Right. Oh, now no, it's like,
5: no, we've made a bike specially for every one of you.
0: Well, how about, I'm going to put you in the Wayback Machine to like a week ago, <laughs> if you can handle this trip. Well, there's a Roland Sands version of the Indian FTR. They took an FTR and they Roland Sansified it. they so like the Arlen Nash Victory? Exactly. There have always been special editions of any bike you can imagine going back to when like the oil leaked out of them as part of their design. So if that's always been a thing, you didn't need to have, like, well, we could either have Roland Sands do it or we could have our design department do it and cut Roland Sands out of the equation, make more money that way. Well, look. I don't think Smitty's down the street here. When I say Smitty's, I'm talking about a motorcycle dealership that's been in business for 60 or 70 years and sold Hondas and sold Harley-Davidson's in the same building, dogs and cats living together, and we all bought bikes there, and I bought a helmet there, and I bought oil filters there, and that was my shop.
4: I bought a CDI for a a CX500 there.
0: Right. Okay. Wow. Yes. You're the one. Well oh. but the point being is that, <laughs> that guy. Okay, for but for my childhood. <clears throat> at the, I shopped at, at H
5: the same time S- that S- Smitty was selling shit though. Yeah, I thought it was Slappy. There was a guy S-
0: No Smitty's no, he, is a real place. Oh yeah.
5: Slappy's the repair. No, guy. but Smitty's at the is a same legitimate time. Yeah. <coughs> the beginning Slappy, of the you know, end, go. there was a guy named Rick Case. Yep. They were selling stuff.
0: You were selling motorbikes? I remember that in the eighties. Yeah, right. Yeah. Sold everything. Come in and you get yourself a motorbike, yeah. moped. Yeah. Well, he sold oh. Hondas and everything that wasn't Honda. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Right. Just share it, man. I mean, he, he
1: didn't understand. He didn't realize what Smitty's okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. was. <laughs> so
0: for the podcast listeners, and you can, yeah. So we don't have side because the the microphone can hear it all. So anyway. Smitty's Imagine. was a legacy Harley Davidson dealership that mm-hmm. also was a Honda dealership. Tried and true, tried and true local neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Establishment. With a full service department and everything and you think of when you think of a motorcycle they, shop. They
1: both actually hated the hell out of that from talking to Danny the Third or whatever. That Doesn't was. matter. So, you know, well, Honda, right. Honda, and Harley both were like eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, hold on, and this is important. Maybe not back too. in the day. Back this in the is... day, when they were on 105th in Lorraine. Exactly. So it was all good. But here's my point. Smitty's didn't ask to go out of business Mm
6: -hmm.
0: and this is why this is important and this is why we talk about the Walmartification or the Amazonification of things Smitty's did not want to go out of business Harley Davidson came to Smitty's and said, there's a new game son, we don't care that you've been doing this for 70 years the new game is, it has to be a big box you can see from the freeway you can't be Honda and Harley Davidson anymore, the Honda's gotta go pick one You're identified as Harley-Davidson. You've got Eagle Rider in there. You've got (coughs) 50 years of customers. You've got a showroom that's 10,000 square feet, whatever. Doesn't matter. You've got to be a big box by the freeway. That's our new corporate policy. And if you can't do that, this chode from Chicago will do it. And he'll put the big box up next to the freeway, and we'll call it Rock and Roll Harley-Davidson or whatever, and all your people can go die for all we care. Because we're not in the legacy business. We're in the being seen from the freeway business. And we're in the having 39 models of Harley-Davidson represented on your floor business. And we looked around, and you can't fit.
5: We don't Mm. care how well you cook hamburgers. We got a big McDonald's golden arch at every fucking highway. You know what's funny? Is when that
2: doesn't work, and you really convince an owner to really go full balls in, and they make the top of their building into a V-twin... And it's and a then piano then it store. Fails, it turns into a piano store. pianos. The only fucking thing you can make a V twin into is piano. And it's piece. not even. And every time <laughs> I drive past it,
0: yeah, this was a building that was purpose built to be a Harley dealer. Yep. And after the guy spent millions building a building that looked like purpose built for a Harley Davidson dealer, he found out that he was well too close to another dealer, and he did build hills next to the freeway.
2: Mm-hmm. It was right next to the right next right to the freeway. To
0: but unfortunately they didn't realize that they were less than 10 miles away from another Harley-Davidson dealer mm-hmm. who then was willing to hire an attorney. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. all that money had to go into something, and rather than reconstruct the <coughs> building, they went ahead and... Made it into pianos. Sold it to okay. a guy, eventually, who bought it for a song. Right. Okay. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and made that those giant V-twin motors that was part of the building design yep. look like piano keys, which yep. is so stupid. But So yeah.
5: my question is, yeah. how do you make... The manufacturer of these motorcycles, yeah. go, go fuck his hat.
0: Well, you can't, and that's you the... Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. So, do you even bother trying to get into the game?
0: Right, and that's why there's so few dealerships now. And that's why we're in the situation where, as you guys were saying later, okay, where's our nearest Suzuki dealer?
5: Well, back to the Honda Monkey, for uh, right. example. Yeah. Where do I go to buy a Honda Monkey? Right. It's like i got to travel 30, 40, 50 miles to get to a Honda dealer. And you're not
0: talking about a Moto Guzzi or a KTM, or well, an Aprilia. A Honda.
5: Yeah, I have I have one. Yeah, so my Yamaha Super Ten right has
2: a recall. Okay, um, apparently there's something about the thing, and and I'm really kind of considering whether or not I want to do it because they have to bypass shit and stuff because like their wiring or something can yeah. get corroded, but then they have to bypass all the stuff. So I was like, well, where's the nearest Yamaha dealer? Me that was talking about trying to find a dealer, whatever. Right. And I saw one in like Strongville or something, yeah. or something way out there, and something way out right. there. I sent emails to both of them. Nobody gets back to me. Yeah. They won't. Uh, no. Nope. So, like, what do I do? Right. Like,
0: why won't you buy an Aprilia?
2: Yeah. But but, but then, like, there's a dealer. Right. So, even Yamaha, right. a fairly large thing, I can't find somebody to service my bike with a, a recall
0: because the dealer model sucks. Right. And it's very hard to get people to volunteer for that, and unless you're a superstore, and you've got a whole lot of different barrels, you know, you've got a whole lot of different fish and a whole lot of different baskets. Uh, why would you get involved, man? And it you was, like to think of the Japanese Big Four,
5: which right. there's a big one and there's three others. Right. You think? That well, no,
0: because Kawasaki and Suzuki, they're going to be one guys.
5: Yeah. Okay, but you yeah. think that if you buy any, <coughs> buy into any of those four, mm-hmm. that you're welcome. Kawasaki. It's not, right. true
0: yeah. it not true anymore. It is not true It really isn't. Yeah. yeah. Kawasaki and Suzuki are already sharing equipment. They're already sharing parts. They're already sharing bikes. <coughs> <laughs> yeah, they've been yeah. Doing that. yeah, they've got dirt bikes that are Kawasaki's and Suzuki's. Which, like, Was it the, uh, uh, the DRZ400 like uh, with together? KLX? Yeah. Oh, 400.
1: Well, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> they've it, it, been doing that. Right. They've been doing that for a long time. And Arctic cat also shares yeah. models with both of them right yeah an equal uh, equal sign no, yeah but, <laughs> no, it's like a v-twin it's like a v-twin yeah. the, the revelation look in my eye there yeah i know you knew part of this <laughs> yes about the yamaha dealer in yeah, north Royalton.
6: until
1: Braves. until a week and a half until last yeah. week last weekend is when i heard it yeah. i had heard that he was going to stay open as an all-brands shop correct that is now that not is, true. That is not true. There is now a sign on the
0: door It's that's closed. closed. It's closed. That that's, rumor that he was... <laughs> well, so he's been, why he hasn't been,
2: responded to my emails. Well, cool. he's 40... <laughs> that's probably why they didn't get yeah, back to you. Right, well, right. he's
0: 40-some years in the game. Mm-hmm.
4: Who right. are we talking about? Brayley.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, oh, Braley. Wow. Yeah. And so he had made an arrangement where he had stopped carrying the motorcycles because he couldn't deal with the flooring. He couldn't deal with the number of units on the floor. Uh he couldn't deal with it anymore but he could deal with the power equipment so he had the generators and all the other yamaha things so he had made an arrangement to do that and that was the story that we had heard um, 6 months ago was that he was done with the bikes but he was going to maintain it, 40 years I of history i believe that was his intention because he was going to keep some, a service department open
1: yeah through, through some friends of yep. like, some guys that were with the service very good service friends department.
0: yeah with the Braley family, yeah, exactly that was what was going to happen. Yep, That's, that's just... Hard something changed. Though. Yeah, yeah. You know what changed? <laughs> the people that he owed money to, to run his store, yeah. still needed to get paid.
6: Well,
0: makes his sense. mortgage, his heat, his utilities, and it's very hard to pay those utilities when all you can sell is that Yamaha generator, generator <laughs> that they're selling at Walmart or Costco. Right, right. So how for long less money?
2: do you think... Yeah. So how long before the big four or big whatever right. realize? How many places can close before they don't have places to sell bikes?
0: I'm hoping that Moto Guzzi at least realizes that if you want to have some bikes out in the United States of America, you need to embrace your European selling standards, what works for you in your home country, (coughs) and try to do that in America too, and get off of the Harley-Davidson business model because remember when Royal Enfield was no longer handled by classic motorcycles and sidecars, the reason they were no longer handled by them was because the new people that were running Royal Enfield North America, mm. were from the Harley-Davidson school.
6: Mm.
0: Where I know that you've sold seven Moto Gu- or seven Royal Enfields last year. If you want to be a dealer, you got to order 32 of them.
4: Mm. Well, it sounds like the problem yeah. isn't that Moto-, Moto Guzzi isn't selling to American people. They're selling to a distributor. Yes. Well, that's they, they exactly need to right. just start right. selling direct to dealers. Well, if you can out get out rid of the U.S.
0: distributor, yeah, hey, that's a great idea. Kimco, years ago, used to be distributed in the United States by a company called STR Power Sports. And STR Power Sports, they did a lot of different things. They sold a lot of different go-karts and side-by-side, some kind of cool stuff down in Spartanburg, or Sparkleburg, or whatever it is, in you know North Carolina. <coughs> and Yeah, and they had a cool thing going on, but at some point, Kimco in Taiwan said, we are not real happy with the way you're representing our product. We're a bigger company than you think we are. And you think you're doing us a favor by distributing our product in the United States, but you're not really putting as much into the game as we thought you would. So let's say we just buy you. And that's kind of what happened. So Kimco USA kept a a few of the people around that knew where the, you know, the switch was to turn on the heater. Uh, you know, that <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. They knew how to set the clock Spartan In Spartanburg, that's really breakers. important. By coffee, way. Yeah. yeah, whatever. They right? it like three times yeah. a year, but that's fine. Right. Yeah. But
4: so Somebody's still got to clean the toilets.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the point being, they kept on a small amount of the staff, but Kimco came in and, and literally said, You're not representing it the way we want it to be represented. We're a bigger company than you think we are, and we want to do it right. And they did it right, and they came in and they went, You know what? The fact that we speak Mandarin isn't as big of a <laughs> Hurdle as we thought it was going to be, and Kimco has continued to do well. I, They're still here, man. How many Kimco miles are there? A lot. <laughs> I don't. You don't. Thirty-five. No, there's not. There's there's maybe <laughs> nine. But okay, but right. that's manageable. It's what I'm saying. Yeah, you're absolutely right. They just manage and they make the Let me ask you I'm this too. Right.
5: Mm-hmm. So the golden age of English motorcycles was maybe fifty sixties. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, have we peaked on the golden age of japanese motorcycles which was maybe from the 70s to the mm-hmm, late 90s yeah. and the golden age of harley was maybe you know 18, 2004,
0: 2004 <laughs> clearly Yeah. <laughs> okay. we had the number 6 so, so and...
5: are we now in the like um, internet age of motorcycling where there's going to be like a new there's going to be like a paradigm shift and there's going to be
0: how many chi- how many hondas are made in japan that of them. Well, mm-hmm. not, a lot some of, them of them are, some but, of them. Yeah. but I can look in my showroom and can tell you which ones are and which ones aren't. And yes. we can also tell you that some of our BMWs aren't made in Germany.
6: Mm-hmm. And
0: we can also tell you that some of our Kawasaki's aren't made in Japan. And some of our Piaggio's are made in Vietnam. And we are in a world economy. Mm-hmm. And by that nature, I do agree that, yes, it is a problem having... A US distributor getting his fingers in the pie when in fact that's just an ego thing.
4: Always cut out the middleman. Right. You always want to cut out the
0: middleman. Well, man. and I also think the dealer needs to go away.
5: And look at the so, 19, early 1970s <clears throat> with Japanese cars coming to the United States. Right. They were regarded as like substandard. Yep. They were economy, yes. Mm-hmm. So you would say be a motorcycle shop. Bingo. First.
0: Be, be a motorcycle a service center.
4: Well, that's what I mean by yeah. shop. Yeah. You You're can... authorized
0: to work on Harley. Everything. BMW, Triumph, whatever. You've been to all the classes. You've been to the schools. You've invested in the tools.
4: I don't even care about that as long as you can fix my bike.
0: Exactly. You are are Triumph's point of contact in Cleveland, Ohio. Mm. And when it's time for you to pick up your Triumph, it will be delivered here to this shop, and we will uncrate it. We will prep it to Triumph standards. We will train you in the things that you need to know about your Triumph. We will not take your money. We will have a litany of accessories you may be interested in adding to your vehicle if you choose to. We can have them or order them in very quickly, as you do. But we are not going to carry $3 million worth of inventory for your dumbass. No, you can order all that shit online. Now, but I want to see it. I want to sit on it. And absolutely you should. We have a motorcycle show at X time of the year and we have a motorcycle show at Y time of the year. I know, and myself included, have purchased a great number of vehicles without sitting on them and making vroom-vroom noises. There are demo ride days that exist in the world that you can go to and ride it and make vroom-vroom noises.
2: And this is the same problem yeah. that mm-hmm. all the other industries are having. Yep. But the only... All the snowboard shops, the ski yeah. shops, sneaker shops, everything else, where you can get the stuff online for yeah. 35% off. Okay. People go into the local shops, try them on, and go, Oh, yeah. Okay, I need I've owned six
0: snowboards. I did not test ride one of them before I bought it.
2: Right. There are no demo ride
4: days, though, if there aren't dealers who bring the bikes there to
0: do the demo Oh, rides. dealer my ass. No. That is not Why? a dealer responsibility. No. That is a distributor responsibility. Well, I seem to remember we'll see. one, one fill. Well, but I'm saying <laughs> is I've had to pick up the slack. Right. It's coming out of my pocket. Right. Everything that we've done, all these IMS shows, we didn't get a nickel but What for. you're saying is That's... from now on. Right.
4: Uncle
1: Phil won't be taking. No, it. it'll be the the, the manufacturer shows yeah,
4: the up distributor. The right,
1: well, that's right. for that brand. Right. What about Harley Davidson demo rides yeah. and and what what used to be Victory? De- and, uh, they bring this shit in in semi trucks. Yes, well, they, they do. And like, you don't need to sell those semi trucks. You the, can keep them. It, well, it's yeah. not the dealers. Still it's not the dealers' inventory that's exactly. being ridden. That's Let's, right. It's traveling yeah. fucking show bikes.
0: It's
5: no. tra-
1: traveling. Let's go back
5: to the, the Moto Guzzi boutique shop that's in Milan. Right. Because the factories are up the fucking street. So, the Harley dealer is right up the street from anywhere in the United States. Right. So they can put that those bikes off thirty-five models, thirty-six. Right. What was it, Jen? Thirty-nine. Yeah. Thirty-nine <laughs> for Harley. Yeah. They 39. can put them all. In one, they can listening. put them all on one truck, and they can have them anywhere in the country right. within thirty-six hours. Yeah.
0: And you can so, have regional display centers. There's no problem yeah. with having regional display centers. That's great. Do you know who pays for the regional display centers? You're going to love this. <laughs> Man- the manufacturer. Do you know the people that work at the regional display centers? Do you know what color shirts they wear?
1: Employees of the
0: manufacturer. Black and orange, you know, for that brand. And then they don't have to worry about autonomy because it's their fucking house. It's not a franchise. You don't need to worry about what this dickhead's doing. Like, how am I representing your product? You don't need to worry because it's your name above the shop. Am I representing your signage correctly? Is a problem in the motorcycle industry. It really is. If you don't think it is, be a dealer for a week. They, bitch. Oh, your website. I, I noticed your website. It doesn't have our brand featured prominently enough on the front of it. Oh, you're doing a motorcycle show this weekend, and you're going to ha- want to have six of our bikes in your booth, and you're hoping we'll give you a little bit of money to offset the $7,000 you're paying for the booth? Yeah, but you see, you got one of our competitors' bikes in there, too, so we're not going to give you any money. Okay? Yet, I've been selling your bikes for the past 15 years. You're not going to give me a nickel to put my your my shit in it with your shit? Oh, send some crew out. Send some people out to be at the Cleveland show. If you're not representing your brand at the IMS, of which there are now only, what, seven of them?
5: Right. Yeah, they scaled that back. They
0: scaled it back from, like, 18, man. There used to be 18. Now there's seven. If you can't send out a booth seven times a year to be relevant in a city, you must not want to sell bikes there. You're showing me that you don't. And if you're making the dealer do all the work, but meanwhile you're also letting other people sell the bike for less money so now he can't have his profit margin anymore mm-hmm. fuck it the regional areas would have a harley yamaha suzuki they would each have a building as they should as the same with cadillac or as the same with oh tesla you know use these guys as an example the game isn't the same as the game was in 1909 look at the tesla Thing. Look at Carvana. Look at these companies that have decided that cars have become reliable enough now that we can buy it in, you know, Chicago and have it shipped here. We can buy it in Texas and have it shipped here. You know, there ain't nobody who's taking delivery on a brand new whatever the hell it is, saying, "Well, you know, I really got to drive it and I really got to check it out and I really got to haggle." Tires. Well, I mean, got to kick the tires. Think about what a hundred thousand miles
2: it is now. With cars. Oh, it's it's 100,000 miles. You're like, eh,
5: it's broken in. I'll buy it. It's nothing.
2: But like 10 years ago, 100,000 miles. When I
5: was a kid, it was monumental. When mom and dad's car went over 100,000 miles. Well, first of
0: all, you were looking at your watch going, we need a new car because this thing's got 99,999
6: on it, and the wheels are going to fall
0: off.
2: Right. You know? Exactly. Right.
6: So I mean,
0: you had to buy a new car.
2: Right. And now you sold a yeah. truck just recently for two, uh, 245,000 249, miles. 249,000 miles on it. And somebody was stoked to get it, yeah. and they're going to get another two hundred. dollars And they bought 000. it for
0: 2300 bucks, and they were stoked to get it for $2,300. Right. Mm-hmm. I put and it and up on the internet they, at $3,000. I yeah.
2: mean, they're going to put a couple bucks, but they're going to get another $200,000. They're not going to put a couple miles.
0: hundred bucks on it. He's already put 600 miles on it since he bought it five days ago Oh. Right. Well, and loves it. Right. You know? Yeah. Because the tires, but with it. proper
1: maintenance, yeah. I think right. what Steve's saying with proper maintenance, right. it'll probably go another couple hundred.
0: Thousand. I see no reason why. That's
1: what I'm saying. Like, right. things have <laughs> changed. And really a harsh. new,
0: a brand new version of that truck is $61,000.
2: <laughs>
0: so that truck today is $61,000. You know? Oh,
2: I love you, rich people. Keep buying new well, stuff and then selling it. I love how F 150s <laughs> can now be $61,000. E- <laughs> even
3: my <laughs> Fix It Again Tony has <laughs> nine, 97,000 miles on right. it now. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah this is the thing that we can do now, so the dealer
0: like the dealer thing to me is just broken. I wish that, as a culture, we could be okay with it. A lot of states have rules in place that say that you're not allowed to sell a Tesla over the internet. It has to be sold at a dealer, and there are a great many states that have these dealer protection laws in place because there is this lobbyist relationship that goes way back over a hundred years between car dealers and the state lawmakers. And the idea was, we are tax collectors. Sure. Every time I sell a $10,000 motorcycle, I'm collecting $1,000 worth of tax for the man. Mm -hmm. I'm making sure that bill's getting paid and that you're not lying and saying you bought the bike for $2,000 and paying him $200 worth of tax. So your dealer network keeps the people honest. Because it's very easy for you to buy the bike off of him and say you spent $2,000 on it. Right. There's a loophole in the system that I think we've all taken advantage of. No. the dealers uh, on the other hand... Speak for yourself. Hey look, you know? every time a bike changes hands Scuff. that bike pays tax. Well, that's my cousin. Okay? That's and when it's a dealer that's controlling it the bike pays the tax it's supposed to pay,
2: but that goes back to such hard greed. From like, how does a used bike even? Why do you pay tax on a used bike in the first place? Those
0: yeah. people have been elected by you to get the yeah, roads yeah. stick. I, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I we're it's not going to get into that conversation. I know, but I'm just saying, like, right. yeah. but the I think point Chris is, could chime in on that. That's the system, right? And the system is, and that's why dealers have this privilege. The dealer's privilege is, if I'm a dealer and I catch, if I catch Honda selling motorcycles directly in the state of Ohio. Mm. Like, Honda has a website now where you can clickety-click, click, click on Honda. They don't. But if you can and buy your motorcycle and it shows up in your driveway, right. I can contact the state of Ohio <laughs> and cool. say, that is absolutely legal and you need to stop that and you need to punish that mm. on behalf of the Motorcycle Industry Council, on behalf of the Ohio Motor Vehicle Dealers Association, etc.
4: Guzzi can't sell Moto Guzzi's on eBay. Exactly
0: uh, exactly
1: but, but companies like Walmart can get away with it because theoretically
0: they do have a brick and mortar store and you might have the option to go there and get it well, the idea is that Walmart is in Arkansas and that a lot of the behaviors that they can do in Arkansas, like selling a moped nah. or marrying your cousin <laughs> your sister well and that's <laughs> a sketchy thing in a lot of states the behavior of selling a 49cc moped or scooter at Pep Boys or AutoZone or wherever is are... okay because they're not road-going, road-legal motorcycles. They're not road-going, road-legal cars.
2: There was a lot of air quotes in that yeah. whole thing. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. But
0: yeah, were, those were all air quotes. But the idea behind that is that... So what they're going to do is Walmart is going to distribute the product to the dealer or the shop in Ohio... Until it's a problem, until it's legally, financially too expensive to do so. So, yeah, eventually, if if somebody from the Ohio Bureau of Motor Vehicles Dealer Licensing Sections goes up and says, "Uh, Mr. Walmart General Manager Guy, (laughs) I happen to notice over there you got a thing called a Coleman, and it's got turn signals, and you intend for it to go on the road, and it goes over 29 miles per hour, and it doesn't have pedals. That is an motorcycle. And he goes, Ah, it's not, it's a fucking toy. Look, it's in a box. And you go, it has a gasoline motor, and it goes over 29 miles per hour, and it doesn't have pedals. People do DUIs it's drive those. not a moped, sir. It is a motorcycle in the state of Ohio. And you can't sell that unless you have a motorcycle dealer's license. So, you should stop doing that right now, or I'm going to call my buddy who's the attorney general, and my buddy who's the attorney general, when he gets around to it, is going to slap you with some kind of a fine for $2,500. <coughs> And the guy at Walmart goes, hey, lawyer at Walmart, is this real? Do we need to worry about this? This is the thing he gave me. And the lawyer at Walmart goes, okay, we're not going to ship you any more of those dumb things. Liquidate those, blow them out cheap, and, 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 and we'll hope nobody calls us. Mm-hmm. And that's all that happens. And it's the same reason you could go, go to Jamie's flea market.
4: Next month we'll send you a different model. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: That has pedals glued onto it. Without turn signal, Or it goes 26 miles per hour. Uh, right, yeah. exactly. And that's a sticker what that
4: says this is not a motorcycle. If
0: they think it's worth doing, if the profit margin is high enough to keep doing it. Jamie's flea market. I went there several times and saw tons of hillbillies selling tons of Chinese scooters, literally in the crate, and they're like, you know. I'm Dave and I sell scooters. And my name is, you know, Rack Attack 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 Scooter Company. Yeah, away. and that's fine. And he sold hundreds of those things to Hillbilly
1: Scooter Dave. Well, yeah,
0: but he sold shit for 699 a piece. I did that.
2: <clears throat> I, back when I had Rider for Life, I imported a, a crate of those uh, wannabe wanna be chopper things with yeah. the two rear wheels? <laughs> we had 100 of them. <laughs> it like oh. No, no, no. So we, it's yeah, you. No. no, but we we uh, sold them all. You're the guy? No, 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 no. Hey, right. We sold them all besides all of our t-shirts. Exactly on the upper chain. But at all the places like mid-Ohio and stuff like that all over like stuff. Yeah. We sold 100 of those things. We paid 2.99, we sold them for 7.99. And guys like, "What's the warranty like?" We're like, <laughs> Front <floor>. It's already <laughs> gone, dude That's it <laughs> Did you ride it? Did you sit on it? <coughs> Did you, you open the box? Alright, right. Right. okay uh, Warranty's uh, void yeah. Warranty's mm-hmm.
5: five ninety nine dollars You get a second scooter <coughs> right. to take with your first But the scooter. best thing and this is is, that uh, I feel it,
2: it, it, This more relies <laughs> yeah. on the partners that I was with but I really felt bad about this So this guy came you now? I am <laughs> This guy came and he was <laughs> so stoked on <laughs> him He was like if I buy twenty-five of these, will you give me five percent off? <laughs> sold, sold America and he became a distributor that then sold them somewhere else for more than we paid for the
0: Oh, it was so good! And when I did that with SKSs, it was a federal offense. <laughs> God damn it!
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just uh, well, for man. people who don't know what an SKS is, it's just a, look it up. It's a hunting accessory. <laughs> it's a hunting accessory.
0: Exactly. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. It's a it's a lead relocation system. The uh, but I mean, as as far as I think, we mean nothing. I mean, we literally mean nothing. What I'm hoping that the message I'm hoping to send is like, well, yeah, you know, let's try to be a little bit more alternative to stuff. If you do like your mom-and-pop dealer, well, you should stop in there and maybe buy something from them every once in a while.
5: That's what I was going to say. You know? I think that the, the, the mm-hmm. crux of this conversation is support your local dealer. Oh,
0: how pissed would you be if you had a BMW and you live 15 miles from all seasons? Right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You'd be pissed. I bought man. a BMW from all seasons. Right. In 2001, I bought a F six
5: 650GS yeah. car down there. And we're not talking and any
0: shit at all seasons. We love those no, guys. Right. I mean, Steve's yeah. one of my favorite people to talk to. Like, he's been straight with us well, Since I've been a dealer, yeah. he's a good
5: guy dealer. They, yeah, you know, he, he timed out. The guy that owned the yeah. shop, he timed out. But yeah. um, I, I got good service down there. Yes, I knew like numerous guys that worked down there, yep. and now they're gone for. a yep. week. and maybe that's the, what re- sucks. Maybe the reasons that we've mentioned here with the distributor. It is no. That's maybe the reasons like um, the guy timed out, and he, no one else wants to buy it. I mean, maybe his price was too high. I don't. Mm. I don't know the reasons. Yeah. I don't know all the reasons but i still lament the loss of a bmw right. honda kawasaki yeah. dealer and i Moto felt Guzzi. and
0: i felt terrible too when Smitty's closed down yep. that made my life more difficult
4: Braley's, you talk about, like, Brayley's, Bill, yeah. Bill and Bruce were able to walk into Braley's yeah. and buy parts for their 1960s Yamaha Twin Jets, because he'd it, been there for so long, and, yeah. well, let me go mm-hmm. back in the back. Well, sure enough, I've got a piston and <coughs> rings for you. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, like, the worst thing, thing I never can ever do. that again, once that Oh, gone. yeah. No.
0: The worst thing any dealer can do is go out of business. The worst thing you can do is customers. I don't care if you got fucking 3,000 Yelp reviews and you have one star, like, that is not as bad as just not being there. That you know, it's the worst thing is when you just stop existing. It's when you stop being a place where the guy could come even and look through your parts unlimited book. But, it, but know, when
5: those guys stop existing yeah. is also when guys stop coming in and asking them for a piston and rings. Yes. Yeah. Or take it to a level lower than that when they stop coming in to buy oil. Right, they stop coming in, in to buy tires yeah. because they can get it on Amazon. Oh, it's but you're shooting yourself the, in the foot. But you
7: know, you know the dealer still has to pay his payroll, yeah. pay his utilities, right. and all the bullshit. So all you motherfuckers are buying this shit online. Yeah. God damn it. You need to buy it somewhere but, but, so the guy can pay the payroll. But I For think But save. I think we're
2: gonna hit the head on that because at some point and this goes to all industries. It's not just motorcycles. It's it's musical instruments. It's everything else in the world. you play freaking guitar, right? Yeah. So right. I live in Cleveland Heights. Right. There was a uh, Cleveland Heights music. They Course. were there, right? right. I, I play a bunch of different string instruments. So I used to go and get my strings there, or picks there, or whatever. I haven't bought an instrument in a long time because I have instruments that I've had for a long time. Sure. But they were my thing. I went right. and I spent a few bucks here and there whenever I could, whatever. Yeah. They're gone now. They're gone. Because oh, believe me, nobody is, else yeah. was buying guitars. They go and play yeah. stuff and Great. then go buy something else, whatever. Exactly. And now I can't, like, when I go and I'm like, fuck, I want to I practice and I break a string. I can't go down the street and get no, a thing. Now I have no, to wait for Amazon. It might be but, a
0: day or two, but
2: still, you have to wait. Exactly. And so what is that dollar worth to me now?
0: Well, that's the whole game. You and know, it really is the whole game. It is. And, it's, and it is a, hard, it's a harsh, harsh, harsh thing that we <coughs> in a... You can get anything you want off of Amazon in two days. So, if you can get anything you want off of Amazon in two days, and expect for free shipping, too. Right. Because that is also what has ground our business to a halt. Mm-hmm. We used to sell a metric shit ton of seats, custom seats, and windshields, and exhaust systems that we built here in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. We used to sell a lot of that shit. But now, it costs me more money. That seat that's sitting right over there, we used to sell a load of those seats. Right? And the custom version of that seat, and it's a it's a scooter seat, but it's for a big size scooter, a you know touring scooter. We used to sell a load of for like two hundred twenty nine, three hundred bucks a piece, and the shipping on them was like forty bucks. The shipping on that seat right now has gone up to eighty dollars, and that's because companies like Amazon have favored nation status with shipping shippers. And how did they get that cheap shipping? How did they get the overnight shipping? Well, it wasn't free. Oh yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So because they're willing to do X thousand packages per day, my shipping is more. Well, my shipping is more expensive.
5: Sure. And I have watched. What's that? Because you're taking away from them. Exactly.
0: Well, and that's the thing is we've watched our shipping here in this building go from on that particular seat. I mean, we sold that seat for 14 years, and we've watched it go from $32 (laughs) for shipping to now over $80 to Mm -hmm. ship it. And the customer doesn't want to pay for that, because in addition to that price increase, there's the expectation of free shipping. So since I can't sell that seat and ship that seat for the price the customer is willing to pay, they're not going to call me for that seat anymore. Right. And as long as there's somebody on Amazon willing to sell that seat with free shipping and make no profit, then they're fine. Yeah.
7: Now, I would proffer that the shipping industry... Mm-hmm. It's a pretty competitive industry. It is. Oh, yeah. And that is to say, yeah. if, the, if you shop around...
0: Yep. And we do. I mean, oh, shit. I have a computer program that does the shopping around for me. Mm-hmm. That every time I enter a, a package, its size and its dimension, it gives me four different options and who's the cheapest of the four. And we're set up here to have any of those four things happen when we choose to print the label. And... They're within 3 or $4 of each other. It's crazy.
7: You see see what you just said? Yeah. You just said that you're shopping for shipping online.
0: Yeah, isn't that crazy? So the premise of this whole
7: show has been,
0: don't shop online. Right. And and
7: you just sucked your own dick on that one.
0: Well, but I can't put Federal Express out of business.
7: No, but no, no. And I can't put
0: UPS out of business, and I can't put USPS out of business.
7: However,
5: but right. you can't put you, anyone else into business either. No. You can't call... I can't call and say, Slappy, you call, would
0: you like to take this package for me? I'd right. really like Slappy to survive because you're a local business. I can't do that. There now. aren't any local... There's local no local shippers, shippers I can right. use to ship a, sh- a seat to Seattle, Washington. And right.
4: even just by using UPS or the Postal right. Service, you're yep. actually keeping them alive because not too long... Because right. Amazon would love to ship it with their, a drone and come
0: out of the middleman. Absolutely. Yep. And and they're in such a bad position Maybe now. That ain't
5: gonna
2: happen. And then, the no,
0: USPS right. is in bed with Amazon now. Of course they are. Oh hell yeah! And ninety percent of the packages that we arrive that arrive in this building on a daily basis come in either the brown truck or in a lightly rented. Yeah. Obscure, nondescript white, yep. white truck. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I see those out. all the time. Now. Yeah, yeah. With, it, with
5: like like liaison associates. Yes. Yeah, exactly. with like not like exact. professional fucking drive. Yes. No, no, not professional. They literally. I've gotten go.
2: things with like 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 printed out and taped on the package mm-hmm. map instructions yep. to yeah. get wow. to the place. Right. Yeah.
4: So <laughs> there's a well, there's a weird thing on a main going right on. Yeah. <laughs> my work. It's my work. I mean, seriously. It's like you're uh, uh, yeah. you're Uber, but you don't have any rides. Okay, I'll deliver packages. I'll deliver packages. Right. Right.
0: Yep. And so that's kind of where that we joke about the Amazonification, but the Amazonification is a real thing. If I hear about my number one competitor in this business is not Triumph, that is you know twenty three hundred feet away or whatever mm. it is, it's not them. It really isn't. It's not. It's Amazon. It's the customer who comes in and takes three hours of my time asking me three hours worth of questions about three different helmets that I have about a $25 profit margin on those helmets. But he wants service. And I'm going to give him that service every single time. And I've done it. I did it yesterday. And I spent over three hours with a guy on two different days, an hour and a half on each day, putting 50 different helmets on his head. And helping him with the helmet selection process. And had he bought any of these helmets, my best take on any one of them would have been $42. My take, my end. To pay what time it spent, that I spent involved in the game. And do you want to know how the conversation ended? The conversation ended with, my God, he left me a five-star, you can look at it, on Google. He left me a five-star review because I helped him so very much. And he took his phone, he took a picture of the tag on the helmet, and he bought it on Amazon. For exactly fourteen dollars less than I had it on my shop, on my shelf.
2: Well, fuck that guy. Yeah.
7: No, well, but, but here's but the thing. But you can't
0: fuck him ahead of time. He could fuck well, that but, helmet. <laughs> but you know
2: what? But you know what? Like, there needs to be a lawsuit. Or you can't
0: pre-fuck it. There you needs know? to be
2: something that. You give happens. him the customer
0: service and you wait till he fucks you. Go yeah. fuck
2: your helmet. There needs to be something. <laughs> this, this this is relating to all the different yeah. industries that are getting ass hammered by fucking Amazon. Right. Where if and I don't know how you do this, and I'm like. Thinking way out of my head right now, but like, if you could record people coming in and you waste all this time with them, and you log this in and say, "Hey, Joe Schmo did whatever," then they buy it. There, Amazon owes you money because you did work
5: for them. They're making money off of you guys, and it's not just you; it's the snowboard, it's the ski, it's the everything industry, everything. Or you tell that customer the next time he comes in, it's like, "I I realize you sold, you saved fourteen dollars, but." I spent three hours with you I did the leg work And You know What's that worth to you?
0: You know what it's worth? There are so many people In this country That use a badge of courage Of bragging how cheaply They got something The fact Not is me. I saved money But, but A lot of Fuck people do guys. Check this thing out man You know what?
5: Uh, and if I went we all... to this
0: distributor And I saved $18 You know yeah, if we're all idea. brutally honest, yeah. we probably yeah, all do it in one venue or
4: another. Who yeah. sells motorcycle helmets in this area? All the other motorcycle dealers, and you're all going to agree. Yeah. That if you want to try on motorcycles in our shop, right? You must purchase this twenty dollar <laughs> airnet. <Yeah.
6: laughs>
4: and you could say, "Oh fuck yeah. you, Phil! Right. I'm going to go over uh, to Triumph, and they're going to say you must purchase well." This and a lot of people will,
0: and a lot of people swear by cycle gear. Inclusion. Even and. though a lot of cycle gear... So the cycle gear business model is different. The cycle gear business model is very much the same as the Harbor Freight business model. Have a ton of shit that comes from China, super cheap, super cheap, Market up 500%, 600%, mm-hmm. but have a very liberal return policy. Because even though 100 of them break, only 4 of them are going to get returned.
6: Yeah.
0: So... Everybody I know has some Cycle Gear shit that didn't survive. Did you return it and get your money back? Some people do, some people don't. But about 5 or 10% of the people on a good day return the item that failed. Is the Cycle Gear, you know, built helmet anywhere near as good of quality as the Bell? I don't know. But I know that the Bell was $129 and the Cycle Gear built one was $69. But Cycle Gear was right down the street, and it would have taken me, you know, three days to get the Bell helmet, or I'd have to go to Phil's shop and get, you know, whatever and hang out there. I'm just going to go down to Cycle Gear and grab it, or I'm going to buy it on Cycle Gear online and get that super closeout deal that they're running right now. And what our experience has been that a lot of the stuff from Cycle Gear is Harbor Freight quality. In fact, they rip off a lot of designs of other tools and other parts and put their Stockton name on it, you know, their house brand. And all right, nope. same, but yeah. Look, I had bought a couple of pair of those camouflage pants from Cycle Gear, right? And I bought one pair, and it did pretty damn good for me. And then I bought two more pair <clears throat> as I gained weight in the winter time.
7: No, the no the, they no, they Pants those shrunk. Those, but yeah, 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 they yeah, were yeah. they were
0: stored incorrectly. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, so let me ask yeah. you this. No, but both of them ripped out. My point is that both pairs of pants ripped out. In right. so like the so ball area. In the nutsack area. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I just <laughs> took them back. It was, you know, I was going to say, so some of these companies, say yeah. like
2: Alpine Star and all these other places, right? And they have yeah. online things. <coughs> and they oh, have distributors man. online that they accept as like your distributor, but right. you're selling online, right? Yeah. So with all the stuff that gets returned for wrong sizing and stuff right. like that, right? Couldn't they work out something where like you're like, you're an Alpine Star try on size? Yeah. yeah dealer. Right. And you get 1% of the same. Well, you're a you're, you're trying-on shop. Yeah. Mm, yeah
0: right. You're a trying-on shop.
2: And yeah. so you go there right. and you say, okay, hey, take this thing, and you'll yeah. get 5% out, whatever. Right. Wouldn't that make like, is, is shipping really that inexpensive that they couldn't afford to like pay? A it's dude? a good
0: question. I mean, it's a really good question. Can I know that be when a you catalog
2: buy, store?
4: Like, yeah, like isn't there a way around, around this? I at at mean, all? All? when you
0: buy Vansons, you go to a Vanson fitting <clears throat> shop and you get v- fitted to the Vanson standard. Right. When you do a lot of high, high end gear, right, that that's what you're doing. You're but going you can to do a this with low shop. end
2: gear too, though. Well, I, I not low I wonder, end, but like medium, like right. decent gear, or whatever.
0: It's one of those games where the critical element of being a dealership used to be not just the bikes itself, the margins on the bikes have been reduced to the point of being ludicrous where dealerships add on all this bullshit called F and I, where you get like a destination charge Buy a Harley. The, the first thing that you're going to try a buy, try to buy a Harley at a dealer is a $1,200 destination charge. And I defy you to tell me what that $1,200 pays for. And that's not, by the way, that's not freight. Harley Davidson also has freight. So you're paying for freight, and you're paying for a $1,200 destination charge. That's called F&I. where It used to be called financing and insurance, right? Mm-hmm. And the idea was they would sell you gap insurance at the point of purchase because the day you roll the bike off the lot, it's worth less than you paid for it. And if it gets hit by a truck, you're only going to get a check for $10,000 for the bike you spent $13,000 on. Mm-hmm. And gap insurance had its place in the world, right? There's many people for whom Gap Insurance has saved them a giant ass ache. However, it's like car dealerships that used to charge an extra $200 for floor mats and charge you an extra $300 for Z-Bart undercoating and all this whore crap. And it was just bullshit dealer add-ons. But F&I became bullshit dealer add-ons that were nationwide because manufacturers kept cutting the margin of the product down to the point where there was nothing left. So that the dealers had to add <coughs> horse shit on. And there is horse shit. And every dealer uses horse shit because there's only fourteen percent profit margin. And the tax we pay on the money we make when we make the sale Takes is way. sometimes as much as we made on making the sale.
2: So the rule of this is stop being fucking greedy, everyone. Everyone. Well, and <laughs> Good
4: luck. With yeah. accessories,
0: accessories and shit, we used to make like if we bought an accessory, like you bought a luggage rack at my shop for two hundred bucks. Right. I paid hundred bucks for that luggage rack. Yeah. I bought the luggage rack. I didn't buy it from China. I didn't buy it from National Cycle. I bought it from Honda. It was the Honda Line luggage rack. Mm-hmm. It cost more than the National Cycle luggage rack, but the chrome was better. And it fit perfectly when you mounted it up. And all their other gear mounted to it correctly. Right. So it was worth paying an extra 40 bucks to get the, quote, Honda Line luggage rack right. at the dealership. And the dealership made a tidy profit on that to help soften the burden of... The shitty margin. So if you had the bike and you sold the bike, yeah, you only made a 14% profit margin on the bike, but at least when you sold the guy the Honda Line windshield and the Honda Line rack and the Honda Line bags and the Honda Line Pacific Coast helmet, which I have one, right? <laughs> right. You made a good margin on those items and they were high quality pieces. Right. Honda used all like BFE helmets, good quality helmets. Right. They weren't shit. Right. And the dealer made money there. So the dealer was what? He was enticed and encouraged to accessorize your customer, give your customer better service. And
2: feel good about it.
0: Well, yeah, fuck yeah, that's your bike. You just made it your bike, right? Right. By what did you do? You customized it. Oh, we're back to that issue one again, right? No, Mm -hmm. you're not because you've customized it to make it. Your bike.
5: What you want yeah. versus, like, getting spoon-fed something. Yes, what you want. This is what you want, I assure you. Because if they spoon-feed right. you something exactly that you want... And the dealer
0: makes no money on that. They're gonna, the customer is going to come in and yeah. say, like, I want that right. at your cost. Exactly, 14%. Meanwhile, if you buy the base bike and the dealer can <laughs> add all that shit to it, now the dealer's making some real money because he's got skin in the game. Right. He has to give you good customer service to get that. He could just take your money, buy the CV750, and off you fuck. Right. But it's better. It's better for him to take your money and make a an relationship with you and talk about all the cool things you can do with your 750 mm-hmm. and add stuff to it. They took away those margins, so those accessories now aren't those margins anymore. I can't buy a luggage rack for 100 bucks and sell it to you for 200. So to boil
2: it all down, yeah, the manufacturers got greedy as fuck. Yes. took all the incentive, took the only and all the things had. away from yeah. all the dealers, and now they're like wondering why all the dealers are going away but you can all trace it back to the fact it is that cheaper as fuck. for
0: me to buy those luggage racks on Amazon than <laughs> it is to buy them from my distributor right yeah i now present you with the problem right, right. right. it goes back now to, you your want to hear the problem? comment of saying, do you know who's selling fuck. those luggage racks on Amazon my distributor are. right, right. <clears> now <throat> hold on really my dis- oh yeah i can show you those listings right now on Amazon okay, where moto they- Guzzi is selling Moto Guzzi items, branded merchandise, that can only be bought from Moto Guzzi wow. on Amazon at a price that is lower than I can buy it as a dealer. And can I, as a customer, or Joe Blow, as a customer, Down buy it street? also? Yes. No, no, this Ab- is on Amazon.
5: Right, we, absolutely they can. Yeah. So they cut you out completely. Why do they
0: need me at all?
6: Right.
4: Well, right. Yeah. well this is what I was thinking, right. like, if you had the right app. And so you could say, everything in your shop,
6: mm-hmm.
4: we're going to plug it into this app, yeah. and you're going to become an Amazon seller. Which, you're not actually putting things on Amazon, yeah. but everything in your shop oh, yeah. has an Amazon part number yes, or tag. Yep. And if somebody comes into your shop, you say, Pete Hemphling. Yep. Okay, I'm going to register Pete Hemphling as a Amazon customer.
0: Being an Amazon seller used to actually be a pretty easy thing to do. Right. I, I was. Well, one. Kevin's doing it right. now. He's
4: trying to take some products and stuff, motorcycle products. Yep. And he's been going on and on yeah. about trying to get it, and mm-hmm. it, it's a big it's process. Not but when I say Amazon good. seller, it's yeah. not like you're actually going to be putting any of these actually on Amazon for sale. Mm-hmm. You're just going to be an Amazon maybe marketer.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Yeah. So somebody
4: hey. comes in to try on the helmet, right. and once if they actually go and order it through Amazon, right, and you get a little piece of the pie. Somehow, like well, you can, you, know, you push that towards little. Amazon and then, <laughs> yeah. instead of eBay yeah. or something. And I
0: can also tell you from us doing Amazon <laughs> that the the problem with Amazon is when you get into Amazon Prime and then you are paying the shipping. Yeah. So what that happens is when that order comes in from an Amazon Prime order, then you are essentially saying, I am agreeing to sell this at no money. I'm, I'm going to basically, well, by the time the conversation's done, I'm losing money. Yeah. On the consumer level... Yeah.
4: stick to used bikes. Well, and this is bikes. right,
0: right, and stop like those jackets and stuff like that. You'll never see us bring another jacket into this store. As soon as these are all sold, which will take fifteen years to do, uh, yeah, we'll never see <laughs> us. Those will be it's getting sold so.
4: because they're Christmas awesome is coming. Retro jackets, right? Yeah,
0: they'll be ent's. Yeah, uh, and same with helmet. We're think we're trying to think of a way that our dealership can stop selling helmets because.
4: So one cheap brand for yeah, people. people
0: who buy a new bike and
4: absolutely yeah. need to have a helmet to ride home. <laughs>
0: They're going to become a built distributor. But the uh, <laughs> but it really does. It's that thing that it takes the most of your time. It takes me more time to sell a helmet than it does to sell a bike. And the helmet we make a $20, $30 profit on if they happen to buy the helmet here. Most of the time they don't. And realistically, the joke was we could have 475 helmets in stock we don't have the one you want because of human psychology. You never want the one that's in stock. I'm not saying you personally. I'm saying the vast majority of people that walk through this shop will intentionally, well, subconsciously, they will not want the one that I have. And the, the, the ultimate irony is when I feel that this is happening with the person, I know that I have what they want hiding in the back. And so they'd be like, you know, this, this is great. The medium fits me perfect. The Biltwell's badass. It's what I want. The Gringo S, it's exactly what I wanted. That's great. But you know what? You don't have the black one with the orange scallop, so I'm going to have to get it online. And I'm like, oh, man, that sucks. Yeah, we don't have the black one with the orange scallop. That, that sucks. And that, That's too bad, man. Well, I'm glad we were able to give you a hand because that black one with the orange scallop, that would have really done for you, right? <clears throat> but you sure you don't want me to order it for you? Well, no, man, because I want to have it tomorrow. I want to have it tomorrow. I, I need it tomorrow, man. I need it fucking tomorrow. I'm like, oh, that's too bad. Yeah, it's, it's a shame I don't have it here because I know you'd buy it right now if I had it here. And then when the guy's like, yeah, I'd buy it right now if you had it here, good, because I happen to fucking have it in the back. Mm-hmm. And I bring it out and I hand it to him, and you'll see the guy look at it and you go, little bitch. And then he'll go, well, the real thing is I saw it on Amazon for 149 and you got it at 169 and I'm like, oh, the truth <coughs> comes out. Well, if you'll sell it to me for 149, I'll take it. Well, why not? I gave you two hours of my time. Why not give you twenty dollars of my money too? And while you're at it, this is my ass. <laughs> I'd like to know what your dick feels like. Well, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I.
7: Well, that's going over. There's nothing. It's Helmet or without the helmet. Right. right.
0: Yeah. Well, this is what it. This is what it feels like in today's market. Trying to be a, a retailer. And it's um, not a retail—it's not a retail complacent or a retail compliant market. And with motorcycle dealerships, we are all—we talk to a bunch of them, and they all speak the same language. The other you know, thing it is, ain't just me.
4: I can't shop at Cleveland Motor while I'm at work.
0: Right. <laughs>
4: oh yeah do you know what's the best thing In the well, world Buying the something cool When you're taking a you shit I can't I, mean, <laughs> can. my, I can't stop At <laughs> Cleveland Moto I'm Yeah we have ring. plenty Of have Cleveland's
0: clap. finest coming come in here And buy shit When they're on duty Do you so. know what you need to do Is <laughs> really? you
2: know how I spend The
0: most reckless amount Of my money okay. It's when I'm drunk
2: At home at 1am Yes You need to have Exactly We need 9 to 9pm 2am We need to change our hours Drunk Buying shit at Phil's shop. Nights.
0: You know That's what right. we, we should were, do? They we were should be desperately
4: help. trying to do the tiki bar upstairs. You know what? Place.
0: Here's a great idea. Our shop should be open from like seven p.m. Yeah, until like one in the morning. Yeah, yeah. But then we should also have beer and cocktails because yeah. you know what? We can sell those and make better money on those. Yeah. Profit margin on beer and cocktails. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, great. Yeah. And then the next thing we should do is stop selling the motorcycles entirely because that's only a fourteen percent profit right. margin, mm-hmm. and the helmets and stuff that takes too much time. Absolutely. And I think you could just then put we... these all on the wall, right? And, have... and just keep them on the wall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then move, just put some tables in where the bikes used to be. Maybe and sell the chicken, chicken and business. <laughs> 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 that's a great business plan. Yeah. What the like fuck it. was wrong with me? Yeah. <laughs> Turns out I knew where the money was. Yeah. 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 Oh goddamn it. Yeah, Stefan never calls up and bitches about people b- trying his drinks and buying them online. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they, they drink that one at nine
0: more. Right,
2: exactly. And you know what sucks is your bike smokes sometimes, and his right. drinks smoke, but he still oh, does. Yeah. Nobody
0: comes into his place and goes, hold on, let me let me try that drink. Uh, make me a, a painkiller pain, pain level three. Okay, great. Oh, yeah, that's good. Um, what's in that exactly? Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and that's got a what and a what and a how? And and a, a, I watched you make it. Cool, yeah. That's that's great. Cool. Okay, yeah, I really don't want this one. Yeah. <laughs> Take that one back. Yeah. I, I, I don't think I want that one. But now that I know how to make it, I'm going to go home and make them for myself forever. Mm-hmm. Well, if yeah. you had yeah.
2: that with a purple straw, I'd buy it now.
0: Yeah, exactly. But, <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. But that never happens there, but it happens <laughs> no. four times a day here, so yeah. go figure.
2: Oh, man. I'm going to head out, gents.
0: Got a new business plan. All right, we'll see you, Dustin. Have yeah, a good one. Um, so this whole time we've been bullshitting Like he sat here one night And he re- rebuilt a carburetor For uh, a Honda CT or S90 uh, CT90 TG90. You've been sitting here with Yeah what is that? A you pile of the nerdly arts. arts
3: Oh no all I wanted to say is I bought a shit ton of LED turn signals From all over the place and they all suck so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> And Don't they buy all my suck
3: they well, all yeah, th- they're all bought online, obviously. He went through,
0: he went deep on Amazon and Alibaba. Alib- yeah, exactly, yeah, right? all over the
3: place. And um, here's the thing. Uh, well, I mean, because... So uh, this one's got um, an 1157 base. Yes. An 1158 yes, base. Yes, this one's a BA-9S. That's a BA-9S, um, yeah. Which does not fit in any BA-9S thing for a motorcycle. Because this, it was this would built be, by a six-year-old in China. Yeah, this right. would be like in a gauge cluster, but it's like... It's right. way but too it's big. An inch yeah, and a it's too ridiculous. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. The problem... Well, you guys remember I made these... Uh, the flash units. Yeah, this is a, a whole panel of them that right. I built the other night. Instead
0: of a fuse, you have a flash. Right,
3: and the problem was they don't fit in any motorcycle. Right. Um, so, it, so I made a modification right. It has this little prong so it fits in a standard fuse box. <gasps> Neato. Um, right. That's so funny. So from there, there, I was like, okay, well, I have a product right. that I can use with LED bulbs, right. but there's no LED bulbs that are worth that using. That are worth using it with. Um, right. <laughs> The problem that i found is that they all use that super bright blue light. Yes. Right? They do. And we use these orange and red lenses, lenses. that filter out all of the blue all light. All of the blue light. Right. So your um. LED bulb ends up being <laughs> dimmer than your incandescent bulb. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, so then. I don't know. That's. So what really... you need is
0: a clear lens with an amber well, emitter.
3: Yeah. What I'm planning on doing is making my own bulbs that use a like a warmer LED yeah. color that yeah, actually Kelvin uses the
0: right spectrum down to like 3500 or whatever. Yeah, yeah.
3: exactly. Because um, I did some testing and it works mm-hmm. pretty well that way. Sour grape.
0: The, uh, you know, so in order to accomplish the mission, our friends down at Motorsport Scooters in San Diego, one of our ancient buddies named Fabio, who kind of helped the whole mo- uh, moped scene back in the '80s. And Fabio's now gotten on in years and they built him a workstation in the back of Motorsport Scooters in San Diego where he sits there all day long and he fabric cobbles together these really kick-ass LED conversions for our Vespa scooters. <laughs> and you can buy a, essentially a plug-and-play item that goes into the heretofore powered by incandescent fixture mm-hmm. and works with your flash units and everything else. Um, and is LED's, and they're much, much brighter, and they work better. But the amount of craftsmanship, and it is craftsmanship, that mm-hmm. Fabio puts into making them happen is kind of legendary. And the kits, um, this part of the kit, the LED emitter, is yep. very cheap. I mean, these things can be had for under a dollar a pop. Right. And there's this thing's what they call a castle style or a turret style, mm-hmm. and this thing's got, I don't know, what, 26 some like some that, odd Cree or a, what do they call it, a Cobb chip on board yep. uh, light emitters, and for a buck. And the problem is, you could buy as many of these as you want. And you're still not going to get what you need. And I've tried every known H4 replacement that they sell out there, and they don't work great. And they don't throw the light where you want the light to be. And they don't throw the, they don't work with the reflector, the, the parabolic reflector, or the lens or the Fresnel on the lens because their light source is not the way that the incandescent bulb would be.
3: I actually did get an H4 bulb that works very well. It's from um, ADVmonster.com. Okay. Um, And it's it's an LED bulb, and it works well. Um, Of course, it is... Super blue, but yep. it doesn't matter because it's a clear lens. Because it's a clear lens. Yeah. Um, I think I think
2: the H fours are starting to get sorted out a little bit because you can right. get them for 23, 24 bucks now, and they're mm. actually much brighter than the normal thing. I think the problem as long with, as it's a clear lens. I
3: think the problem with these is there's so many options available f- direct from China yep. that, and they all look exactly the same. Sure so do. it's completely saturated market of garbage. Um, and <laughs> like that's, music. That's, oh, well, sorry. well <laughs> no,
0: but it's this is the thing, and and. Getting the, bu- the bulb is the most critical component of the system, but until you get the power to the bulb and you get the bulb holder, the whole idea behind this thing is that you're using a standardized bulb holder mm-hmm. that you would have in your motorcycle already, replacing the glass and filament in the you know heat-based system with the LED. And what the guys from Motorsport had discovered is actually all of the fixtures the plugs and everything that goes with it have to be part of the kit mm-hmm. so they have to abandon using the socket the bayonet style technology they have to abandon that technology so they can use their own LEDs mm-hmm. that work so much better mm-hmm. but when you do that you're saying okay well now we're relinquishing the factory bulb holder mm-hmm. and we're now going to a different type of bulb holder that works with a light that presu- pre- I'm sorry a bulb that produces the kind of light we need, right? And that's why those kits aren't fifty dollars; they're a hundred and sixty dollars. And people always bitch and moan and complain about, like, well, why does this kit cost two hundred bucks? Well, the kit costs two hundred bucks because Fabio has to build that shit by hand and make it fit, and the wires are the right length, and it goes together. And Fabio's not a six-year-old Chinese kid.
3: That's a, a panel of thirty boards that I yeah. built by hand two days ago. Right. Um, and it's all surface mount components, and this took maybe two hours to right. this, you know silk screen solder paste onto it and place all the components by hand. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've been selling these for ten bucks a piece. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful.
0: Yeah, it's gorgeous. Tell
3: I mean, what it's, do you mean silk screen? You're silk screening what?
0: I have the kit. <laughs> a
3: what? What I do is I. This is a stainless steel stencil that after I design the circuit board. I have the circuit board made. I have that stencil made. Uh, It's basically they laser cut all the little openings out of it. And so I put it over the board and I squeegee solder. I don't have solder paste with me, but it's literally just like a gray paste. And if you look at it under a microscope, it's tiny little balls of solder Mm -hmm. suspended in like a flux. Mm -hmm. And that squeezes into all of the openings, onto all of the little solder pads on there. Mm -hmm. So you get um, what's, I mean, it's solder paste all where you need it to be so you can stick components down onto it. And it sticks there, and you put it into an oven, and it melts.
2: And it, Wow. That's so how, this laying on top of this yep. is, wow, that's really cool. So
4: that puts the glue on the board, and then right. you put your components on the board, Yep. and you cook it off, oh, and, and really they're bad. soldered oh, to on, the board. It goes and that's this it, way. Exactly. Yep. yep,
0: that's this yep. way. They
3: just, they're literally right there already. Well and that's, don't, don't tell my girlfriend chip. that I used the oven for that right. but, but, but I did said, so that's what you use. <laughs> she comes in you're in a gas
2: it, mask like it, nothing it, going on it, here it does not smell see. great no but, it doesn't smell great <laughs> but it's
3: lead free solder so right. <laughs> oh wow, look at that you yeah. can see like if you lay that but, on top of that well, yeah, really. Sure, right, and yeah. I see
0: that you had a fixed one here with uh, some uh, some, oh, some the, connectors.
3: This is a, a prototype uh, that I made of like a for the vintage a, setup of a for all, it's a oh, it's a tail light yeah. flasher. It's a vintage bike. It's for vintage bikes circuit. Yeah.
0: And so what you see on here is these uh, these uh, spade connectors, bullet, connect- bullet connectors. Thank you. That's I was, that's what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. That we're all familiar with, but hooked to them is this mutant piece of modern technology. And I like the way you've even did the little identifying on the back. Oh. Put your little you know, brake light flasher version 1.0 on the back. And so this little dude right here...
3: By the way, that, doesn't, that one doesn't work. No, it doesn't. So. Yeah, right. This is a <laughs> fail.
0: But, but yeah, so the idea is that, that this just goes into your In traditional... Line. Fixture. You don't need to put a hyper light on there. You don't need to put a plug your normal. You can plug your regular old bulb into there. Well, that was the idea behind this one
3: too. Is it can it can still handle an incandescent bulb? Yes, just I wanted it to also it has to to do LEDs because LEDs are brighter and better. Yep. So why make heat when your goal is light? Right, and you see all the people with the LEDs putting resistors in line, but that sort of defeats the purpose. And that's where we're angry about it. Is
0: like, (laughs) like, in order for everything to work, God forbid you have a CAN bus system that you're going to have to create a resistance. Mm -hmm. Well, then you're getting no advantage. We do electric motorcycles here. Do you think the second I saw an electric motorcycle come in and had incandescent bulbs in it, I was okay with that? (laughs) I was like, are you kidding me? Why am I I making heat? Like, why do I have seven heating devices on my electric motorcycle? You know, might as well just make it make sound, too, while you're Mm at it. So, you know... We're still trying to—they're trying to, they're the trying to make it a law. Yep.
2: They're trying to make electric motor everything have again, sound. Hey? I
3: love that law because then we're going to get to choose what it. Can sounds you just put like. cards in the spokes, or yeah. does it have to be? Like I, I, how? Right. Define. I want it
5: to sound like the Jetsons again. <laughs> like again.
0: Again. Define sound. <laughs> yeah. Because the second somebody comes yeah. up with a law that says it has to make a sound. Yeah. Then they're going to have to tell hey. us what sound it makes. Well, Otherwise, awesome we're hey. going to be able to use hey. whatever we right. want. And that's the idea, is with in, with an emitter, with a very simple chip. Remember in Dumb and Dumber, the most obnoxious sound in the world? I want Peter Griffin to design the sound.
2: Yeah, it's please.
0: a whole new industry that can be based on... It's a, a whole new industry that's based on at low RPM... It is low decibel. Yeah. Yeah. And at high RPM it's high decibel. But anything else is sound. Sound. And yeah. I love that because then we get to pick what the sound is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you know, Harley Davidson's been doing that sound engineering for about sixty years. Loud batteries save lives. Yes. Oh, sorry. Loud sorry. speakers yeah. save lives. <laughs> and it can be anything you want it to be. So if it's the music you oh, like man. to listen to, that counts. Yeah. You know, if it's the sounds you like to hear, that counts. Or if it's the most annoying sound on the planet, yeah. that also counts. I gotta start yeah. a new envelope. Yeah, you like flight of the bumblebee. When uh, <laughs> yep. when, when I can yeah.
1: when I can ride an electric motorcycle <laughs> yeah. until my ass is tired right. before it needs charge. Right. And it can sound and it like can sound George Judson's
0: <laughs> <laughs> I will buy one. It is going to make the soundboard we'll buy one. It's gonna make the soundboard app in your phone the most important thing you deal with every day. <laughs> Because it can literally be every time you squeeze the brakes over a certain amount of ferocity, and there's... Yeah. We're stopping Stop Why not You have accelerometers Built into the bike already That's you know? a selling so feature So why not have it Built into the bike already With the Bluetooth <laughs> So that you really Jam on the brakes The bike just goes Oh fuck <laughs> Really really loud Every month You get yeah, to yeah, download stop. A new Don't, Don't. Yeah, yeah. Right Like right. yeah. Oh. Um, Meg
5: Ryan And uh, when Harry Metzali. Yes and that's, oh, oh. Oh, that's the
0: accelerator In the other direction Yeah right <laughs> <laughs> Oh 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 It you keep going And that's it
3: <laughs> Turn signal Yo, I'm turning here. I'm turning here. I'm turning here. Right? Well, why not? I, I heard, a, I heard a, a zero for the first time at the, at the DGR, and yeah. to me, it sounded awesome the way it was. It, it does sounded, it sounded awesome like the, way it is. the DeLorean Time machine and back to the Future. And I think that yeah, sound ish. zeros
0: make like Harley did say that in their live wire, they have included a gear-based sound emitter. That creates a gear noise, which means they're creating friction. Mm-hmm. They're essentially right. inducing friction into the system to create sound, aka baseball card spokes. That's what that is, right? That's a reed, sure. That's you know, it's a percussion instrument or a string instrument at that point. But yeah, zeros do have a cool sound. Yeah. Now the trick is, somebody's going to say how many decibels it has to be, right? And somebody's mm-hmm. going to say, and his new zero doesn't sound anything like a broken in zero. And zeros do sound different as they break in. Hmm. So it is a very funny thing, though, but I I'm love like the idea less of having... Than zero. Less than I love the idea of just having a big... <laughs> and, and you know that for the clown car effect, we would sell it and it would have a giant ugly knob on it. And it would have like a knob like on a '20s radio, <laughs> and that knob would be all the different sounds. It'd be like the Fisher Price Speak and Spell, or the, yeah. the you know the farmer <laughs> says <laughs> moo, you know, or the no, cow. The most
4: hilarious thing is you can buy those little things that have like 26 buttons. That's and it's what I'm like, saying. Yeah. Ah, far, right. ah. and it's, it's a soundboard.
2: Like yeah. yeah. oh, you know what? Because a little little soundboards. But yeah. the best would be yeah. you know like like my husky has it. It's the um it's the on your left-hand side, it's the little button that's like the bright flasher yeah, the high, button. The flasher button. So yeah. you can hit that and be it's like, the machine "Move gun. the fuck
0: over." Right. Well, this move! Is the guy, once you admit that, once the law, right. I love this because yeah, yeah. this is law-based. Once the law says you have to make noise, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Sorry, man, just playing by your fucking rule. Pal. Right, right, right. Because then it's going to take them three or four years to make the other law yeah. that says, you "Oh, can't... by the way, that first law we did." Yeah. We have some other amendments you that. You can't add. have a
2: 96-decibel mm-hmm. okay. queef. Exactly.
0: <laughs> right. It can't be. It can't. Yes, you can't.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll see
5: your challenge. <laughs> yeah. Because... I want to introduce you to
0: someone. It's <laughs> <going on. laughs> in, it's going the chicken in be. Mexico that you have to get <laughs> look, inoculated for. Look, it's going to be... It's going to be amazing. Because that idea of everybody who's ever said it, everybody who's coming to my shop and, like, at our booth at the motorcycle show or whatever is like, yeah but you know they can't hear you coming. Be loud pipes save lives, etc right that every fucking fart knocker who has ever walked up to a zero who had no intention of buying it or and refuses to ride it because well if I can't squeeze dinosaurs, fuck you you know that's cool <laughs> but electric motorcycles kick ass they're fun I mean they are fun. I don't it, it's not going to be my daily ride, but they're fun so wh- we what- shouldn't not have them. What's a guy, what's a
2: Harley guy going to say when there's a speaker and they've sampled and emulated the Harley 100%
0: perfection? Right now, if you put a Ford F150 pickup truck into sport mode, yeah. the sound that you're hearing inside the truck is not the sound that is coming out of the truck.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And this was air quotes gay when BMW did it on its mm-hmm. sports cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When Board they had boarded, boarded audio tuning for, yeah. and they literally were pumping audio tracks into the car
3: electronically. Oh. There right? were there were some like luxury cars that you could actually mm-hmm. you know tell it, I want it to sound like a V twelve. Yes. Or I want it to sound like He's not this. making that up. And when that happened, American tuner guys went he <laughs> hee. All okay. yeah. right. I want to okay. <laughs> I sound
5: like an
0: Italian supermodel coming. Right. Well, no, but the thing is, this got a lot of resistance to a lot of people. But I just watched a truck review from guys that were wearing flannel and had beards yeah. about a Ford F-150 truck. And they were like, yeah, man, when you put this thing in sport mode and you hit it, it sounds fantastic. Right. Inside. Inside. <laughs> Inside. And then... I watched another review from an engineer who said, "Let me show you how they make that sound." And they went, an emphasis on the term "make," yeah, because it's not what the noise the truck makes at all. It's engineered for your pleasure, and that's the thing. Is now these truck guys are going, "Oh man, that fucking sport mode!" Oh man. And that's that ass dyno kicks in where you're like, oh yeah, that thing's at least fifteen more horsepower in sport mode. Does
4: it play through the radio, or do they have their own amp and the
0: speaker just for the probably? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter what radio you put in it; you're yeah. still going to get the sound. You know, through you can same, take out
5: through the same amp and speaker yep. though.
0: Yeah, you can take out the head unit, and the system's still functional. Right is what they said. You can change the head unit to any head unit you want. The system, the sound still comes through in mm-hmm. sport mode. Yeah, but that's that thing is that perception of oomph.
5: Perception, yes.
0: Yeah. And that's where the Harley Davidson loud pipes, you know, those $3,000 pipes have always been good for at least 15 more ass dyno horsepowers. Even though when we put them on the real dyno horsepower, it's less horsepowers, you know. Um, it's more sounds, but it's less horsepowers. So it is a strange thing. But I'm also guilty of, I don't care, that V7 over there, I don't care what it dynos at that sound is very pleasing to me. Well, you just
2: described every
0: alpha male in the United States. It's the perception of oomph. Well, yes, (laughs) it is the perception of oomph. Right, it's the sizzle, right? And I am guilty of it myself. I'm not Mm. saying that I'm not. I'm not above it. Yes, I have bikes that sound really good. And I have bikes that don't sound really good. But I'm also not in a hurry to put an extra pipe on the uh, fucking KLR or an extra pipe on the Versys because they sound like what they sound like, and that's okay.
3: You What's know? the worst-sounding motorcycle any of you have ever heard? Ooh, I can tell you.
5: I can tell you. Too.
3: Go ahead. The Bajaj pipe.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh the back-of-the-pack pipe? I sold a pipe for a few years that was so loud that if, you, if I sold you the pipe and when the packing wore out, if you didn't replace the packing, which was really easy to replace, but if you didn't do it, your friends made you ride at the back of the pack. Because your 150cc four-stroke scooter... Sounded like a matchless 500 with open headers. Yeah, they were not good. I mean, it was not an awesome sound, but you could hear them coming. You knew where they were coming from. Yeah, the the prototype of it. I think that's had the most to, obnoxious thing I've. Ever yeah, heard. the prototype of it before we had to make all the changes for like you know, DOT like EPA rules and stuff. The prototype of it was. Might as well have been a fucking sousaphone. Like the 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 idea behind it was it was all just done with a megaphone. Like the idea was that from when the exhaust valve closed, it was nothing but megaphone the whole way out, and the sound was like if you ever had a fifty-five gallon plastic drum and you just beat it with a baseball bat, and and it was just boom 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 boom, and you're looking and like the, all this sound is coming out of a one-fifty Indian scooter with like. 9.2 horsepower And you're like Yep And that's exactly What it did We had to change The pipe a little bit And it got louder But the tone Never got better the Tone <laughs> didn't get good
2: I had an RD400 yeah. That I bought um, uh, Racing expansion chambers Off eBay From yeah. Japan At some point I put them on I was going to be All excited about it and it literally made the hair on my neck stand up, and it bothered me. Yeah, like, it creates. <laughs> like, it was like it was. It's enough. not the brown note;
0: it's the hate note.
5: Yeah, they used like, to make Whoa. the like, the DG pipes. The DG pipes. Up. So yeah, they yeah, were yeah, fucking yeah. absolutely obnoxious. Yeah. I mean, in a cool way. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, maybe, but not. Well, wrong, you were but. announcing your um, your presence, yes, presence. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Your arrival yeah. or your eyes The idea go go is with,
0: you thought what it was doing. You thought that it was attracting all the women. Yeah. <laughs> but in fact, it was not. <laughs> it was not. It was attracting old men with bad stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What There's really. Made
5: the LTDs. What's that? The LTD Kawasaki. Which Kawasaki, yeah. Kawasaki yeah. LTDs. The not four, a pleasing note. 454. The
0: 454. Mm-hmm. The was, also, my dad's first in dirt bike yeah.
2: land? Who made the plastic pipes? Do you remember the plastic, plastic pipes in dirt pipes. bike land? It was. Mm. It was in the late 80s. I don't remember that. It was yeah. the late 80s. It wasn't. It wasn't a chamber. No, it was, it was a DG, maybe a DG pipe. Was it just the silencer was plastic? Distant the silencer okay, was yeah. plastic, not the expansion mm-hmm. chamber or anything like that. Right, yeah. But it was awful. It yeah. made a very muted, weird, stinky sound. But it lasted, they were very high, like in the racing scene back in the 80s, they yep. were highly, huh. and now they're super collectible if you can find them. I, and I'm sorry, I can't think of who they are, but it was an awful sound. Every
0: Honda, oh, I'm sorry, that, yeah. every Suzuki Volusia oh, oh, 800 okay. that goes past our shop with like, not Cobras, but like something cheaper <laughs> than Cobras, even. That sound of them going by when I can hear the Chinese leather tassels floating in the breeze. Um, that sound is the sound of failure. It's like, I wish so hard I had a Harley. I've taken all the badges off of my Suzuki Volusia and I've added all the fake Harley Eagles and shit I can add to it. And I put on these like slash cut drag pipes. And that sound, I don't even look up anymore. I just hear the sound, and I just go, let the hate wash over me. And I just, like, (laughs) fucking hate it. And then I just go, okay, you know what it is, dude. Look, and I look, and it's a guy with, like, 47 dead cows on him that are all from Pakistan and all, like, tanned in dog shit and just, like, (laughs) studs on it and crap. And you're like, you just know this guy just sucks. And you know this is the guy that's going to get stuck in your line next to you, you know, at Chipotle. And he's like, you got a bike too, huh? When he sees you're like you accidentally wore your Moto Guzzi shirt that day, and he's behind you with like all the 200 pieces of flair, and you're like, "Fuck, I'm next to this guy," because you heard his bike pull up, and you're like, "I don't want to eat today. I'm just gonna leave," yeah. rather than have that conversation <laughs> for like 12 minutes. Yeah. I'll eat tomorrow. It'll be cool. My yeah.
4: number two pick would be the old guy at the shop, brought the the Kimco in at the shop, and had hollowed out. It's a scooter. <gasps> yes. Hollowed out his muffler. Yep. So you've got to twist and he go. cut everything out of it, and it's just. But sounds like it's just. Rah, but then no. since it it, yep. s- it doesn't rev, no. it's a scooter. Right, it's right. A c- c- it's a CVT. Yeah. It just and you. I took it for a test ride. It's yeah. just like.
6: Rah, right. <laughs> rah, <laughs> <laughs> and it just, just
4: stays at seven thousand. It's just RPM. a ma. Yeah. Just a ma of yeah. fucking awful. Yeah.
0: It's like a generator with no pipe on it. Yes. With no muffler on it.
1: Yes. Get a better one.
0: Yeah? The Ridley. Oh, God, that Ridley sounded like shit. God, 20, that
1: Ridley. 24-horse V-twin made uh-huh. by Briggs & Stratton.
0: It's a Briggs & Stratton V-twin
1: generator motor. It's, it's Literally, it's an IC motors, industrial yep. commercial. Yep. yep. 24 yep. horsepower. Yep. And it's and supposed to be quiet. And it has a CVT. So what you just said yep. comes into play because when you give it to the, be- the beans... Yep. And it takes off, it just goes, Wah! and it stays there. <laughs> it, it, it stays yep. there. And it stays there. Yeah. And Ridley at least put some kind of... It some, might as well had flexible tubing that, They for had headers. something that it had a muffler garbage. on it when it was new. Yeah. But the one we had, yeah. we well, we're in the old what shop. What kind of a chassis
0: was this in? Oh, Ridley. Oh, it's a fake motorcycle. It's a okay.
1: three-quarter scale Harley Davidson <laughs> <fat> boy <laughs> made for guys that, whose wives I did, wish it Kent, came Lewis from Worcester. China.
0: The fact that it uh, came from America really caused me problems because I was like, "We can yeah. do better."
1: Than One this. of those fuckers yeah. with tubes what is it? With yeah. drag tubes on it was yeah. just
0: yeah. it had drag pipes on it.
1: Just yeah.
0: Mm. It sounded like awful. It just sounded bad.
1: Like, oh, I need to move, but uh, okay, I gotta shit. Oh, <laughs> yeah, the,
0: the sound just the sound worked through your brain. It like worked through your bone. The sound was miserable, and then you had to look at it, and it just looked like a bad idea. Like, it looked like vomit. Like, it just was a bad motorcycle. And it's just... And every part of it was poorly, like... It was fit together by somebody who was like... The end goal is it has to be like a Harley for women... (laughs) No, I'm not kidding you. Who will never learn how to shift. And so those were the design parameters. And somebody went... We can do that. <laughs> Let's just make it stupid. That's pretty
7: similar.
0: And those men were the most n- woman-hating men that ever walked planet Earth. They're yeah. also
7: the lowest better.
0: And they yeah, all the well, man. it's Ridley. And I mean, like the whole thing was they made a shit ton of pink ones, and they like they really pushed it oh, at I women. I remember those. I think I've seen pictures
3: of them. They marketed close
0: to the one that we had in the shop. Yeah, yeah they marketed it hard. Oh, I think man. wasn't the one we had baby blue. Mm. I I think think it was it was Navy aqua. It was dark. Oh, no one escaped me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I really do Show it to Chris Smith. No, it was really... Are you awake?
1: Okay. Yeah. But then, oh, okay.
0: <laughs> now, what did we have to do to get parts for that thing?
3: Oh, that no, was... We yeah, needed that a time somewhere machine. around... Yeah. Walk down to your... Where are we at now? Lawn and garden? Two, we're we at... Two something? Two, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you mean?
1: Podcast number.
0: Oh, we're at one uh, one hour and 25 minutes on the new podcast. No, I don't mean that. I oh, 215. Yeah. It was probably somewhere around the
1: 150 mark. We yeah. talked
0: We talked about, we talked that. about it. Yeah. Mm. It was an awful motorcycle. It was a it tragically was an awful,
1: awful motorcycle and it was awful customer service. Yes. Yeah. Mm.
0: Like yeah, everything no about the experience people, was terrible. No
1: wonder you people yeah. can't get Right. Can't get somebody to be a dealer exactly. for you.
0: Right. <laughs> well, and the whole idea was like their marketing program might as well have just whole, said, "You suck mm. just enough to have a Ridley." Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. You know. Well, the whole
1: reason that unit was in our shop was it needed warranty repair. Yes, yes. He could not find a dealer oh, anywhere. He, they literally told him to yeah. go to your local
0: establishment shop and ask them if they will do right. work for us. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. because and we will never do it again. No, we learned our no. lesson. Why? What happened? We could not get the parts we needed. Yeah. The people at the place that had the parts that we needed basically told us we were stupid because their shit broke. Yeah, they, they And said their it, shit broke because it was supposedly, you know, I don't know, ridden hard and put away wet? No. It failed out of sheer bad engineering. And yet they tried to tell us that we were stupid.
7: Did you mm. get paid out
0: of the deal? We the customer gave us some money, but I like... Said warranty yeah. Money. Oh no no. The customer had to give give us some money because manufacturer was giving us nothing. They barely gave us the parts. So it was a really bad scene. And we can understand why they're not in business anymore because of this behavior. And everything about their market strategy, in my opinion, was fucked up because they could have executed so much better than they did.
1: That's just, it's, it's, and it's, that's a, it's well. a slap
0: in the face to fucking uh, Briggs & Stratton that they did what they did too because they yeah, used their product. Good yeah. motor, Guys, that's all we got, man. Two-part podcast. That's what we're doing, <laughs> that's what we're doing this week. Yeah, I'm going to drop them at the same time, so fuck it. Uh, (laughs) Anybody else got anything else that's important? I don't think so. Jim Conica million is dropping tonight. What's that?
2: (laughs) Ken Block's Jim Conica, Conica. uh, is dropping today on uh, Amazon
0: Prime. It's a car thing.
2: Yeah, it's a car (laughs) thing, but it's still pretty badass. Yeah, Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. All right, man, that's it. That's all I can give you is ride fast and take chances. Play us out. (laughs) 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 Don't touch
2: my wiener. That was awkward. That was terrible.